Social Media Serenity Podcast, episode number 36. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to give you a little bit of the news, the latest and the greatest in the world of social networking, talking about how we can do things participate in the online community world without it sucking up all of our time and of course speaking of sucking up all of our time i think twitter is going to suck up all of the time and every little bit of energy that we have for this podcast episode because there's a lot of stuff going on in the world of twitter yeah there's just been well and there's a conference going on right now called chirp and some stuff happened before that but during that in the past two days or so there's just been a stream of constant, hey, we're going to do this. It's almost like a Mac expo of some sort, you know, but for Twitter. I know. You know, I was... I it was, feels like that. I was wondering, Eric, if it might be possible that we will eventually see, like, um, news sites having categories for Twitter. You know, like, if you go to dig.com, they have, you know, technology, then they break it down to Apple News. Right. I, I'm thinking that, that the time's not too far away where you're going to have, uh, you know, a category breakdown on dig for Twitter. Yeah. I think right now it's just under tech, but I could see that happening. Exactly. I, I am keeping up with the news a whole lot more these days now that I have an iPad. I uh, see that. You're sharing out through Google Reader, so I get to see what articles that you have read or have really liked and have shared, and that's oh, really cool on so my So you're end. actually seeing those. I, I, I yeah. wonder if anybody's lo- looking at that stuff. But yeah, I've well, been I've been sharing. Uh, I, I click the little share button whenever I see a story I like. Yeah. So, I don't do that as often as I used to, but... It's interesting. I, I And I'm thinking, you know, there's an RSS feed that I can do. I, I think there's a little bookmarklet. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think I went to go put that on podcastanswerman.com. Um, let me just see real quick if I actually ended up saving it on there. I don't think I did. I think I I think I was doing that. I was playing around with it right before I had a consulting call yesterday, and and so I had to abandon the project. But I think I might actually put like my shared items from Google Reader as a embedded little uh, JavaScript on the right hand side. Yet another thing that won't be flash based that'll that'll go good on the sidebar of my website over at yep. podcastanswerman.com. dot yep. com. Anyway, Twitter, lots of stuff. I've been reading a lot of things in the news about Twitter, and it's fun to read things in the news these days and be connected to the world, what's going on there, rather than just rely on you only to come (laughs) up with everything. Uh, But uh, to start things off, um, let's talk about the fact that there's this, I guess I'd say there's a little bit of controversy over something that Twitter's doing. Actually, two major things that Twitter has announced this week. Uh, that that are sparking quite a bit of controversy. Um, the first one we'll talk about, I think, is the one that's going to be the most controversial. It is the the new revenue model that seems to be popping up for Twitter? Yes, and and they're calling it promoted tweets. I like that they call it promoted tweets and not advertisements because yeah. it sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think the thing that I like is for better or for worse, whether it really works or not, I'm I'm glad to see Twitter doing things that will con- create them a revenue stream because they haven't had one. They've just been basically going on steam of investment 
capital given to them, and that's not good because at some point they run out and bye bye Twitter. Right. So well, I you know Twitter is big enough today that you know I, I think that there's always going to be somebody that's going to help support oh, yeah. Twitter and keep it up and running. Um, but but I totally agree. I, I'm I'm looking forward to this seeing them have a revenue model. Um, advertising, I didn't think that that would be the route that they would go, but it, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, back in the day of, you know, the early Twitterific client, uh, they had a, a free version of this software that was, you know, pretty much the only thing around when it all first started. And Twitterific, uh, had a free account that was supported by advertisements and every now and then inside of your news stream, you would see an advertisement that appeared. It almost looked like a... A, a normal tweet, but it mm-hmm. was quite obvious that it was actually an advertisement. Now, these, however, are not going to appear to be an advertisement, but they're just going to be. I mean, are we going to be able to tell a difference between the the a promoted tweet versus a regular tweet? Yes, not. Well, it's going to look like a tweet. The, the, and it'll smell like a tweet, and it'll be a tweet, but it will uh, say that it is promoted by, and then it will give the um, the the person who paid for the ad, the, the brand that paid for the ad. So the example they give, and this is supposedly live, but I've not seen it yet, and it's only live on the Twitter.com page when you've logged in. At the top, it's it's kind of like when you do a Google search, there are people out there that pay to have the first three top, um, you know, landings be uh, results be their brand. Right. It's the same thing, basically. It's it's people paying to. Well, here's our. For example, and, and if you're listening live, this will help you. If not, if you're listening to this delayed today, the, the example they give is there's a a screen capture of Starbucks on today, April fifteenth. You can br- bring in a reusable tumbler like a, just a travel coffee mug and they'll fill it for free. Huh. And then there's a bit.ly URL and it says underneath it, it says promoted by Starbucks coffee. It's highlighted. Oh, okay. Nice. And so Starbucks paid for that tweet to be prominently displayed as the top tweet when you first log in. And you're going to only see one at a time. I'm not sure if it rotates or what. I haven't seen this go live in my Twitter account yet. So Right. And now the thing is, is, is currently these, these, not advertisement, but yet promoted tweets are not going to show up in your timeline. They're only going to show up in Twitter searches at this point. Right. Which is cool. I I, I, I kind of like that. I, I don't like the idea that somebody's paid for message is going to all of a sudden show up in a friend timeline. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's, and it even says that in the future, it is going to show up on the Twitter.com stream and third party apps. Okay. Okay. So we will eventually get to that point. Yeah, I I think I think they you know I'm not opposed to this. In fact, what I, I I'm almost as a business owner, I'm almost excited about this. But my excitement could be short-lived. Let me explain. Here's the deal. Right now, Google AdWords awesome stuff. Now, do I use it right now? No. Have I used it in the past? Yes. Is it inexpensive? Yes. Is it effective? Yes, it's all based upon keyword search. It, it it's really good stuff. Um, and so I really benefited a great deal by purchasing some keywords for my podcasting consulting services, 
and it sent a lot of business. I was able to track those people. You know, when I people called me on the phone, I was able to ask them. How, it's like I saw you on the sidebar of you know at Google on the search, and I'm like, wow, this is this really works. Yeah. Now the question, the reason why it might be short lived is, you know, I'm looking. I see Starbucks. I see all these other big, huge corporate people with promoted tweets. I want to know for me, and of course, I know it'll be a while before they roll this out. But I want to know for me as a small business owner, am I going to be able to afford, you know, um, podcast consultant? You know, am I am I going to be able to to afford a promoted tweet for that search term? Yeah. And at this point, we don't have any details as to how you would even go about doing that. Right. So I will be very excited about promoted tweets. I, I, I don't mind paying for promoted tweets if it's affordable. And I certainly don't mind seeing them, especially if they're done reasonably well. And, you know, Google searches. I, I Have you ever been turned off by the the little sidebar with promoted ads and the little sponsored stuff at the top of the search results? No, never. It's, I'm it's just not bothered. It, it's, it doesn't bother me. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> But but no, I, it doesn't bother me at all, and 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 so I think if it's done tastefully, this can actually be a really great revenue model for Twitter, and can be a great opportunity for us as small business owners or people who have things to well, let's say promote. Mm-hmm. And I think where we're going to see, and well, I'm hoping what we'll see is that people like, for example, Starbucks here. I know that I've I've seen this tweet out there in the wild, and I've clicked on it, and it takes you to a YouTube video that's fairly entertaining and quick and easy to you know view. And you're like, okay, cool, coffee. I get the point. The message is well received. It's not intrusive. It's not. It's written well, and it it gets to the point real quick. I mean, that's part of the great thing about Twitter. Obviously, that we've said all along is you've got to be concise in what you're saying. So it's not like they're going to ramble on these people. So I'm hoping they bring their A game to these tweet ads, so to speak, you know? Absolutely. All right. So the next one I have here, the the, uh, the other one is, uh, it is definitely another controversial topic, not necessarily for you and I and, and the average end user, uh, but certainly for developers and the people who really made Twitter as useful as it is today. And this is Twitter has purchased the um, uh, and made official um, a Twitter client. And you want to tell people about this? Yeah. Well, it was announced very late last week. So it's only been about four or five days now that Twitter itself has purchased Tweety. And uh, I'm going to go on record and say Tweety is still my favorite mobile Twitter app. I would I just, agree. I, I can't use, I had high hopes for Hootsuite. I still hope they bring extra functionality that the web app of Hootsuite has that I assumed was going to be in their iPhone app and it never, still has never shown up. Right. And they keep, and I, even I was in a, in a, what was, what do you call it? Webinar with Hootsuite yesterday. And uh, they said Facebook should be coming in a matter of weeks. But if it's only just Facebook added, what's the point at this right. point? I just don't, I don't care. But anyway, back to Tweety. Tweety's just, I love the user interface. It's got power features, but it doesn't make them so complicated to use. It's quick and it's simple. You can do all the, you know, you can do all the bells and whistles or not. It's up to you, but it doesn't, It anyway, I yeah. just love it. 
I, I like Tweety. Uh, you know, I've never, to this day, I never have upgraded to Tweety 2. I've always had the original Tweety. It's always done exactly what I wanted. The mm-hmm. reason why I never upgraded is because they got rid of ping.fm right. in the in the new version. And I'm I like, wish I could go back to the old version. I liked the actual dark user interface that, that I had switched to on It Saves Battery Life, as well as the ping.fm. Yes. So... So, so yeah, I, I, I really, do, I still think Tweety's the best. Now, here's the deal. I, I'm, I have, I have transitioned my mobile use of <laughs> devices from my right. iPhone to my iPad. And to be honest with you, I was using the Tweety application on my iPad, but blown up. It's, it's, it's ugly. Okay. I, I'm not, so, some of the applications for the iPhone, when you blow them up to full size on the iPad, they look pretty darn good, but uh, Tweety doesn't. And uh, there are some really great looking applications out there, such as Twitterific looks really nice. It's a little it's a little buggy, a little bit Um, Twitterific for the iPad. It's functionality. It looks it looks good. It's made for the iPad. But man, they they really waste the real estate. They they don't they don't basically they just you know, they just rendered it to where it looks better. But uh, I really wish they'd do something more with the interface that, you know, to have the beauty of an iPad app. Um, But here's the deal. I I won't use Tweety, the regular Tweety for the iPad. Uh, I I want an iPad Twitter client. And because of that, I'm now using either Twitterific or most of the time TweetDeck on the iPad. And neither of which have Facebook integration. Neither of them have ping.fm integration. So you know what I did? I actually went in and I went into Hootsuite and I removed Facebook and I removed ping.fm. I am no longer using HelloText, ping.fm or any of those other services. I went into Facebook and I used the actual Twitter application uh, so that my Twitter messages, when I post to Twitter, they automatically post to Facebook. I went into LinkedIn, linked my Twitter posts to LinkedIn. I went into, oh, what's that goofy service that people are using a lot? Um, <laughs> oh, what is it? The one that you, Plaxo, the one that okay. used to spam you all the time for right. people's emails. Um, I, Plaxo, I went in and updated it so that it would automatically pull from Twitter. I've got, I, I think I've, I'm slowly trying to remember if everything's pulling from Twitter into all those other services. Um, actually, you know what? Twitter does not have integration with Plaxo, but Plaxo has integration with Facebook. So basically I paste, I post to Twitter, then Facebook picks it up and then Plaxo gets it from Facebook. Nice. But anyway, so you're, so you're really just disabling all the, uh, well, you're enabling the auto function on all of those so that you don't even have to think about it. You tweet once and it goes everywhere without having to think about where you want it to go. You just know it's going everywhere. Right. The only thing the only thing I don't like, and I haven't played around with it enough to know, uh, every now and then if you do an at reply to somebody, I don't think those automatically go over to Facebook. There are two or three different applications on Facebook. Some of them are called selective tweets. I didn't want to have to put... Uh, hashtag FB on anything. Yeah. So I went with the one that you don't have to do that. But the, I think the official Twitter one for for Facebook, if I'm not mistaken, if I do at something to somebody, it doesn't go over to Facebook. So I, I haven't I haven't had time to really mess around with it. But I, I just know that I'm frustrated that none of these applications are doing anything more than just Twitter 
functionality, especially on the iPad. But uh, I am excited. I, I must say I am excited about the fact that Tweety won because Tweety is the best. It really is. I mean, there's been, you know, the uh, there's the, I mean, there's a couple other great if you're not going to. Well, here's the here's the thing. What I was just about to say was Tweety was one of the best, if not the best, in our opinions, at least. And it was a paid app. But Twitter is going to be releasing it in the the iPhone store, in the app store, and renaming it Twitter for iPhone, and it will be a free app. It will be a free app. And yeah. that that's good to see, and that's good to know. Um, I'm hoping that you know Twitter for the iPad is not too far away. Oh, I, I would find it hard to believe that they wouldn't be having him put right to work on that. So here's the so, deal, though. My question is this. What does this mean for the and, and this is the where the controversy comes in. What does this mm-hmm. mean for the other developers? You know, Twitterific and TweetDeck and and all these other companies. Do you, do you I mean I mean are what are the chances that you're going to use a HootSuite app or uh uh one of these other apps for a mobile device if Twitter has an official? I I don't know. I I guess I well, long time ago I I swore off using almost all other Twitter apps. The only two that I've been using have been Tweety and Hootsuite. I'm still thinking that eventually Hootsuite is going to get to the point where it connects and syncs with the web app because mm-hmm. they're tr- they're pushing so hard to make it a uh, a professional Twitter client for like organizations and and companies. To where you can have multiple teams that are, you know, coordinated through one account, through multiple, you know, spread out across multiple Twitter accounts and all of that. It's just set up that way. So I just think that I will hold on to Hootsuite for that reason. But at this point, I just love Tweety so much. I don't see a reason for, but of course, that's personal preference. Yeah. And yeah, and and that's what I think. I th- I think that some other folks are going to, you know, if you are if your greatest love is is um, TweetDeck, you're probably not going to be swayed. I mean, yeah, there there is a reason to like those. Um, and so I I don't think this means the death of all other third party applications. No, in fact, I think what it does is it gives Twitter more of a leverage in and of itself to become more fully realized on a mobile device. Because, I mean, that's why they said they needed to do it. I mean, they said we would go in the app, people will go in the app, they said the average user in very Steve Jobs talk, the average user will go into the app store and look for Twitter, but find all these different apps and not know what they're supposed to do with all of them. I think that's a little oversimplified, but they do have a point. Right. So at least calling it Tweety for iPhone, you're like, oh, okay, or Twitter for iPhone. Oh, okay. It's easy brand recognition. So right. Well, I, I'm I'm excited to see what this means. I do feel bad. I do feel bad for those other third party developers. I mean, th- while there are still going to be people who will still want and use those others for their functionality that they offer and the features that they offer that the the official doesn't. Uh, there's no question that when. Twitter sanctions a wonderful application like Tweety. It just causes a lot more synergy. I mean, obviously, new functionality that is you know coming out from Twitter, it's going to first be released in that application. That's um, true. 
And so I, I, I do feel bad for that. But, the, you know, that's the that's the problem of when you build a whole co- your, your entire business model is completely reliant on somebody else's technology. Right. You know, and this is something that I struggled with, you know, when I first started out, um, you know, our premium membership for GSPN TV. Um, I remember, you know, there were a lot of solutions out there that were already available uh, that I could have just tapped into. But instead, I, I took a good two months to really figure out how can I do premium membership where everybody has their own unique RSS feed and not be reliant on anybody else's, you know, third party application. And right. And so I, you know, that's that's these are thing important things to think about. And of course the benefit of being a developer with a third party app is that, you know what, you've already got a user base of, well, I guess Twitter just announced recently what 105 million registered users. Yeah. So yeah, Twitter, Twitter's gone mainstream, my friends, and we've been predicting that for years. And, and I just love, I love Twitter. I, I love it more than Facebook still. I think it's wonderful. And uh, you know what we're not talking about, Eric, is uh, that Google thing. What's that called? Um, Buzz? Yeah. I was actually going to send out a tweet, and actually I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, other than a few random people who will comment on stuff that I've <laughs> put in Buzz via Twitter by tweeting, um, I don't get much traffic for, for Google Buzz, and I don't go check it. I just don't care. Yeah, I don't go check it either. In fact... Um, I do see that I have uh, two little two little updates here, um, and and you know it it it's it just never caught on, and that's it, well I, for me the primary reason is I never use Gmail. I'm a Google I'm a Google Apps person, all the way. Yeah. If they if they would have put it into Google Apps, I pro I'd be using it all day long. I guarantee you, but they didn't, and also they don't have. Uh, third-party integration you know they, they don't have I don't I don't think the API's are out there yet are they no I don't think so I'm I'm I will say this though I still believe Google Buzz will be something will be a force to be reckoned with eventually oh yeah I think that once they I mean it's well they they never they never caught on with the Google wave thing in my mind but that's my personal opinion. Yeah. Google Buzz has just so much more potential. And they did roll out like a, I'm trying to think, when you go to look at it, and I'm actually looking at it right now, it says, here, confirm your Buzz setup. Please double check that Buzz is set up the way you like it. And if you missed, check out the Buzz video. So you can actually recheck to you know, opt in, opt out, all the different privacy settings and things like that just as a, you know, hey, sorry, we 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 rolled it out too quick. <laughs> you know, but right now, um, the Daniel in the chat room says, hmm, "I wonder if Cliff's enthusiasm for the iPad will fizzle out just like his enthusiasm <laughs> for Google, Google Buzz." And the answer to that question, I can almost guarantee you, will be no, yeah. because Google Buzz, I got excited about its possibility, but you right? didn't keep using it. But I never kept using it. The iPad. I use it and I find myself using it for things now that I'm actually doing daily things in my business that, uh, you know, it, it's all, I mean, I'm already, you know, it, I'll, let's put it this way. We're on episode 36 now of social media serenity up until episode 36. I've relied on Eric 
to be up to date and in in the know on all things related to all these news stories. Well, guess what? For the last, well, ever since I've had my iPad, I guess it's been two weeks now. Uh, ever since I've had my iPad, I, I see every single story as they're coming out. I check I check my, my RSS feeds for Mashable, uh, Rewrite Web, and Dig.com, and one or two other places. I see those feeds all day long and I'm going in and I'm, I'm keeping up and I'm reading and I'm doing it from the comfort of my own, you know, my couch, my chair, other places in the house that you can sit down, which I won't mention here in a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. But anyway, uh, but yes, no, the, the iPad is a wonderful device. I did just say that, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> anyway, you know you do it too if you have an iPad. Oh, Come on, or an iPhone. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I want to say this. Well, and and this is something that can kind of. I mean, if if you out there in in listener land are are uh, a Google Reader fan and you use that, go ahead and follow Cliff and I because we'll we have been sharing and I will I will actively do this more. I promise. Um, we have been sharing different articles and things that we like that we find in our RSS feed, and it's a great way to just kind of see what. I mean, you we can even write you know a note on those and say, hey, I thought this article was great because of this 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 and this. I think that's a great point. You know, we can even comment on rss feed articles as we share them and 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 what is now here's the deal i i've never participated i mean i i started sharing things this week mostly because i just wanted to make sure that i go in and was able to find them later and, and starring just doesn't do it for me uh so so sharing i tell me tell me eric What's the best way to follow uh, people? Do you do you sign into Google Reader? Is that how you go and find out what other people are sharing? Yeah, for me, I'm using the web. Inter- well, I, I use a uh, an iPhone app in conjunction with the web app, the web, main web app of Google Reader. Um, you go over essentially the Google Buzz thing opened it up to to the point where when you followed somebody on Google Buzz, you were follow the, following them across the board in their Google stuff, which included Google Reader. And so a lot of people are actually following me, what I'm marking as shared and, and things like that. So for example, like I'll go in, let me go into my, I, I do star items. I'll go through and do a quick pass every, you know, half hour to an hour just to delete stuff. I mean, it's kind of, I, that's something I don't do as much of. But anyway, like for example, here's a dog playing with an iPad. So I'm going to go, and that's an article that's on Mashable. And I'm going to go to, and I'm going to click share, but I'm going to not click share. I'm going to click share with note. And so then I just, in the note section, I'm just going to click and write, ah, that's cute. And then I'm going to hit post item. So now if you're following me in Google Reader, you're going to see that show up on the left-hand side under um, people you follow. You'll see shared items, and it'll it'll show my name and show that there. All right, I'm 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 so. tr- I'm trying this out. I'm going to Google Reader now, and I'm going over to the left-hand side, and I see. Um, okay, so people you know, and I see here. Uh, it says people you follow 99. How am I following 99 people? Am I because, fo- is it all because these- you followed people back on Google Buzz? 
That see now that this is why I despise these services all being together. I don't right. want I don't want every single person's Google. If uh, there are people I want to be connected to on Google Buzz, but I don't want to follow all of their shared items on on yeah. Google Reader. I, th- I think in Google Reader though you can unfollow them so that you don't see what they share that way. All right, and it, I now I, I actually do see people you follow, and there, it does say one new. And so let's what what does that mean here? Okay, first there was the iPad cat. Now, behold the iPad dog. Now I see this. Now where do I see your comment? I, now I see five comments on this item, and I yeah I'm I'm confused. Do do I don't see your comment. Where did you comment on something? I wrote. Uh, let's see where did oh, I? Oh, I do see. Okay, you I see, see over it, there. It, it says, says shared by, and then yeah, it, should it says, be "Oh, that's that's cute." Okay. Yeah. See, so not only did I share that, and then you know, at some point later today, you would have come across that article in there. You would have seen it. You would have not just seen, you know, oh, that's a cool article. But, All right. Well, one, it's me sharing something with you. Two, it's me giving a little bit of extra one to you know even a paragraph a commentary on it, which is which is great because you don't just get to I mean that's this is what social media is all about. This is me sharing something I thought was cool, but I didn't send it out to Facebook. I just left it where it already was, and we already since I know you're following an RSS reader in Google Reader you automatically saw what I wrote about that. Right. And so, okay, now I, I responded. I added a comment, but I don't see my comment anywhere. Okay. Hmm. It, it, it just seems to me, it's, it, of course, I probably need to get in and play around with it and figure out where things are. It's, all, it's, it's like with anything brand new. Yeah. But Google shared reader stuff in Google, I've, I've never played around with it. But uh, I'm definitely interested I'm certainly going to have to go into my sharing session. I, I, I don't want to follow 99 people's shared right. items, but I would like to. I mean, there are de- definitely people. Now, um, Jonathan in our chat room gave us a link to jonathannation.com slash Google underscore reader, which is basically just a redirect to a a his his profile, his shared profile right. on Google for Google Reader. Now, the one thing that I see here is um, I can certainly see using this. The only concern is I actually looked at mine and there are some really ugly ads. So if you go to, it's basically, um, oh, let's see here. So it's basically google.com slash reader slash shared slash, and my username's Cliff EOTC, which I'll create a a shortening, shortened URL to this as well. And uh, yeah, I'll give I'll give everybody a pretty link to to my reader eventually, but I'll go ahead and put the link in there. But if I scroll down below it, it's like there's ads by Google and they're big, ugly, moving ads by H&R Block. Oh, I mean, they're they're It's I mean, they're really ugly ads. And I don't know that I want to I mean, it's I don't mind advertising. I mean, I really don't mind advertising, but big, ugly ads I mean, it's almost it would. I mean, they disguise themselves as almost being, and it's like, wow, this is a part of the story that Cliff is sharing, right? You know, yeah. Oh, okay. He says they're saying that those are the stories that I'm sharing. So the sto- those ads are actually from, let's say, Mashable. 
Okay. Okay. So that's that's good to know. Okay. So if I go to 3D teleconferencing here and I go to Mashable, let's see if I scroll down. Well, I don't see those H&R block ads on Mashable, but I think they do put them in their RSS feed. In their feed. RSS feed, yeah. Yeah. So do they do they have a subscription model where you can have uh, Mashable without the ads? I don't know. Or something? I don't know. Anyway, I have no idea. Yeah. We're getting off track now, but That's- anyway. Yeah, so, so um, yeah, Google shared stuff reader very cool all right uh twitter uh, now i saw keith announce earlier uh they're saying you can manually cut them out but that is a pain yeah i don't think i'll worry about that um anyway uh keith mentioned earlier in the chat room that twitter just announced that they're going to have an official url shortening uh service okay now i have not seen this yet so i've not seen it either uh, is the chirp the chirp conference still going on right yeah it's still going on so i mean we're gonna have a ton more twitter news even for next week yeah so so we'll we'll bring you some updated information uh yeah keith says in the chat room they just announced it at, at chirp so uh looks like next week will be even more twitter news fun stuff all right and then uh, no more tell us about the api limits all right well basically they have announced that the API for desktop applications, um, or for any applications. Well, yeah, any is, a, it, any application that pulls information from their API. Yeah, they they are going to make those apps real time. There's not going to be a rate limit for how often it can check for data and update you. So essentially, it's going to be as quick as I am. I could write an at response to you. Boom, you'll see it. You write a at response to me, boom, you see it. And what's great, because of functionality that I've been in the dark about for a long time, has been, I've only just discovered that the, 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 the rule that if you start with an at symbol and a person's name, only the people that are following both that, that person's name and you are going to see it in their timeline. Well, uh, there, are, there are some other people that will see it, and that is anybody that has both you and that at person in their following list. Well, that's okay. So if they're in a list, so no, 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 not list. Okay. Let me give you an example here. So Eric, let's just say I send you an at reply. So I say at Eric J Fisher, Hey, what's up today? Now you will obviously see that, right? But anybody who follows me, but does not follow you will not see that. Right. Okay. But all the people who are in the gspn.tv community who are following you, and who are also following me will see that message that I sent to you. Right. Does right. that make sense? And that Well, that's that's essentially what I just said. Oh. Oh, okay. Then I heard like it different. That, yeah, that if they, to, to, in order to see that message, that tweet, they would have to be following both you and me. Oh, okay. Then yes. Absolutely. That's what I, I just misheard you. Yeah. You, so, you said it right, and I just misheard it. So what's cool is, though, is, I mean, yeah, some people will, I mean, I've heard people say, well, Twitter's not a chat. Well, that's well, what a lot of people I interact with use it for. And to be quite honest, I like it that way. I so, do, too. Um, what's nice, though, is that then this will be literally real time. It won't be, you've written a tweet with an at response to to me, and then it takes, you know, a minute or two or, or whatever the rate is that I've set in my app, whatever app I'm using to check, it'll be automatic. Yeah. Uh, th- th- so you could have a real-time chat with somebody 
back and forth over you know you know thirty seconds a minute, and it would be much quicker than a sorry <clears throat> like a five minute conversation for that same amount of information. Exactly. So if I was yeah, if I was on my like for example Twitterific on my iPad, it's set to check my timeline you know every three minutes because there are these limits that have been imposed you cannot check the what they call the api or yes. you can't check the fire hose of information more than a certain number of times per hour and if you over if you exceed it if you exceed that limit you're basically shut off from all information until the next hour can you remember when twitter used to be down all the time yeah and now they've come come to this where it's basically there is no off switch to the hose. Yeah. It, I, That's what they're saying with this it, is you can always have the real time information. Yeah. I'm excited about this because now that, as you said, that, that, that limit has been taken away. I'm also excited about this because, you know, I could leave an application, an iPad application for Twitter up and running on my iPad. And I could just see that they're, they're probably going to update these apps to show things coming in real time. Right. You know, it's 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 just it's not going to say, oh, five new. It's, it's just going to somebody posts a message. Boom. It, it, it just displays as it happens. Yeah. This this and is going to be nice. Now they're saying it's available to, to developers over the next two days and they're going to be launching this feature in later this year. So uh, that's cool. I, I say midsummer, late summer, something like that. It'll be avail. It'll be integrated into the apps that we we use and love. Right. And the other thing that um, I, I want to know, you know, obviously Chirp is not over yet. We haven't seen the news that's come out since we've been recording, obviously. Uh, I'm hoping and I'm praying that they give us uh, an official Twitter, you know, threaded conversation ability. Yeah. You know, something that will definitely, I mean, something that doesn't doesn't do algorithm. I mean, it's just literal this is the this is the thread of that conversation and in fact i would i would be ecstatic if they actually had the ability to have i mean obviously every tweet has its own space on the web i mean you can actually click on the time it, when it says you know posted 3 minutes ago you click on that it'll take you to a url that actually shows you just that tweet i want to have the ability to add comments to tweets oh yeah that would, I mean, that would kill Facebook to a certain extent. That would kill Facebook. It would actually kill everything I was excited about with Google Buzz, mm -hmm. and we would have it. We'd be able to keep it all in the ecosystem of Twitter. And they've already got. I mean, now they've got. They own a well, and it's only for iPhone, but they own a Twitter app that already can do that. Some of that functionality, not all of it, but enough of it to get started and, and keep moving. So, right. and I want them to do it server side though. That that's yeah. the thing. I'm and I'm I'm praying that they'll they'll uh, they'll put that functionality that announcement out there this week because so. every tweet has a unique URL in and of itself. Yeah, and it will someday all be archived. Exactly. And that's the last story of the week, isn't it? Yes. All right. What do you? Th how do you feel about? Th First of all, tell people what the deal is. <laughs> well, I first read this and I thought, oh, that I'm glad I tweeted about all those so unimportant things for posterity's sake. Um, Twitter's entire archive, like every tweet that's ever been from the moment it started up till now and so on, is going to be archived in the Library of Congress. Back through March 2006, it says. Wow. 
So everything I've said, what about the things that I actually posted and then deleted? I imagine those are still going up. I wonder. I don't know. Because technically speaking, they would still be on record somewhere there at Twitter, even though they don't display on my timeline. Yeah. Because there, there's there are things that I've actually put out in Twitter and it's like, ah, I'll just delete that. That's stupid. Yeah, it's. I don't how, know. how do you feel about know. this? I don't know how I feel about this. And part of me it's is public like record, right? It's it, it makes. Well, here's the thing. I think if somebody's got private tweets, if they've got a privacy setting where their tweets are private, then they should not be included in this. Okay, and do you have you read the story close enough to find out if that's the case? I, I have not found that yet. I'm, okay. I'm still trying to figure out exactly. Well, and the other issue is um, they don't. They have not said whether or not this includes non-U.S. users. I mean, this is the U.S. Library of Congress. So, well, I would they, imagine that it's going to be everybody. Yeah, they, and actually, it's saying here in the at the end of the article, it's saying that Twitter headquarters is put going to be putting up a blog post all about this. So, really, this new story will be further expounded upon next week. Hmm. Because they'll be blogging about this. Yeah. Well, folks, crazy. That there are obviously a lot of things going on in the world of Twitter. And this this because this conference is not over, I'm sure there'll be more to talk about next week. If you have questions, you have comments, you have thoughts on any of these items, we encourage you to give us a call at 859-795-4067. Again, 859-795-4067. Twitter dot com slash eric j fisher that's eric with a k the letter j f i s h e r and twitter.com slash gspn you can find us on twitter anything else you want to promote eric no i'm good (laughs) all right hey folks if you're not somebody who watches the television lost but yet you are a member of the gspn.tv community i'm gonna play a little promo here at the end this party would be an excellent place for you to come and meet some other wonderful people from the gspn.tv community, even if you don't watch the TV show Lost. You've followed the story. Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? You've listened to the podcast. It's destiny. And now it must come to an end. You and me are getting the hell off this island. But not before Cliff and Stephanie throw a Lost series finale party. Pack your bags. Make your reservations. We're going on vacation, baby. 5 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, May 23rd. The Lost Series Finale Party. We need to get to the safe house. The party will be at a secure facility, but you must RSVP to get in. Open this door! Don't miss the GSPN Lost Finale Party. It's your last chance. Well, thank God for second chances. Sign up today at gspn.tv slash lostparty.